This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, the number one fuck boy, Johnny G, standing six foot two, three hundred and four pounds. He's on creatine, folks. From the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, it's John Gabris. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, from the newest A Star is Born, abortion is healthcare. All right, that's topical. Also joining me in the Hide Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is a dog. He's currently on the couch. Unfortunately for us, he shouldn't be on the couch anymore because he's getting a little incontinent and our couch smells like dog piss. Also joining me in the my studios, you know him, you love him, from the Probably Science Podcast, we got Jesse Case, Matt Carson, and Andy Wood. Hey, hey. hey. If you guys can take over now, I have sure, to call the EMT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally you only have to do one person like that. I feel like that <laughs> intro went longer than it normally would just by having to do th- two extra names, and that Thanks. you I, weren't... You weren't physiologically accounted for that, Leah. You were. You hadn't. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, it's like the it's the point two miles at the end of the marathon when you're like, oh, I did twenty six, and they're like, bro, that's, it's famously twenty six point two. That's that's what that's what stopped me from ever doing a marathon. Like I reckon twenty six, like a breeze, but that last little bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. just, <laughs> that would kill me. If that would. That would be really fucking crazy if they had a finish line at 26, and then they were like, just kidding, you got to go like one-fifth yeah. of a mile that way. It's like It would encore. be the most brutal feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. more bit. One more. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the audience demanding an encore from your hour, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> or it's like right after you jerked off, like Katy Perry walks into your house and is like, let's fuck. And you're like, no, you got to be kidding me. Oh, I rarely can jerk off these days, and I blew it. <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, so I, th- I thought that I would be. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, uh, well, hold on. No, no, back, go, please. No, back up. I mean, uh, so let's say that. I mean, I know that's like the big. Okay, so you presented that as a fantasy, but that'd be fucking terrifying. If Katy Perry, if Katy Perry yeah, like uh, <laughs> you know, uh, my first my my first thought wouldn't be like, oh damn it, I just jerked off. It'd be like I have an intruder. It's a famous <laughs> intruder. Like, <laughs> like yeah, is do, she do going def- full like uh, uh, what's the woman's name who went crazy? Anne Hache. Is this like a full Anne Hache yeah. moment? Oh, like, is she, is she spiraling? Uh, sure. Also, is it yeah, I don't want to be the one who killed Katy Perry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is she? Does she have like her anti-Russell Brand thing? She's just taking out comedians. Am I in danger? You know what I mean. And I have like a cummy hand. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like a like like sort and of. Oh, we know what you mean, Jesse. Yeah. You're showing it to the camera right now for the I listeners. Know. Yeah. No. I yeah. Know. But also in this hypothetical scenario, he would also have one. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. okay. I see what sure. you're saying now. That makes a little yeah. more. <laughs> Yeah. But I like to Anne H. Anne Hage angle. Yeah, you just finished jerking off, and she drives through your living room wall. <laughs> right. Like, oh, you know what I mean? no. of all the Wouldn't time that for that to happen, because of, <laughs> of how much you'd want to fuck Anne Hage. Wouldn't that company? Suck? You know, like as they blast <laughs> through the fucking door. I, I would think Katy Perry was like a honey trap sent from like my wife. You know what I mean? Like I would think I was like this was like a frame job of some sort. Right, right, I would sure. be confused as to why she wanted to fuck specifically me in my grungy 41-year-old like, man. Like, because of the actor's strike? That's the only work she could get. Like, would right it, now. The, ind- the whole industry's on strike, so she has to get a job as, like, a 
private investigator's honey trap. <laughs> Would it be outlandish enough for you to question all of reality? Like, cause to me, that'd be, that'd be surreal enough where I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not awake. Like I might like jump, like walk into traffic after that. Like, yeah, I might, I might spin my top and determine, uh, where, if, I, if I'm like awake or not, if, where I am. Am I on propofol right now? Like what's going on? I feel, yeah. So here's, here's a, I was trying to explain, uh, my, my buddy recently got mad that he did not win the lottery, which is a weird thing to be mad about. He Ooh. was like. Uh, so I thought, thought, this one, thought this one was a lock. Like I, I, got, one, I got the perfect <laughs> yeah, numbers. <laughs> right, feeling good about this one. And I was trying to explain, but as when I was explaining, and there is a train coming by. Uh, you guys are gonna hear it. It's gonna be brutal. Let it rip. You hear that? It's I heard it driven. It's being through. it's being conducted by Christina Aguilera for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's she's down to bang. Um, no, it's like like the lottery is like you can. You can fuck anyone you want to, right? If you can guess their social security number. Like, okay. That <laughs> that is the kind lotto. of yeah. that's kind of the lotto. It's even more winning the lotto is even more rare than that. But I think like that would be crazy. Like if I started a company where I'm like, you pay me two dollars, and you you get to sleep with Kim Kardashian for for the, you have to guess her social security number, and that's the lottery. Right. Well, and it doesn't. It has I, to be a guess. You can't just like hire her for like one day's work, and then she has to write it on the form. You end or, up losing yeah, well, money. I guess, yeah, you could cheat that pretty quick. You could. Yeah, she's famously freelancing. That, but, you that know, was something I, that really blew my when I moved from England and like started working over here. Was just they're like, all right, you've been issued this one number that is your password for life, right? Uh, and you have to give it to everyone you've ever worked for ever. Dude, yeah. I. I think about that all the time as someone who has, you know, 200 W9s by the end of the year, like yeah. uh, oh, for between 40 and $100. And you're like, you're you're like, you're a kid. It's like, no one should know your social, if your social security yeah. card shouldn't be near your driver's license. Now I'm just like in an app that I'm like, click, click, insert social security. I'm giving my social security number to hundreds of people a year. Like, and like God knows how many you, people they see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they tell you you should not use the same password for different things on your computer and you should change your password frequently. But this one thing that is like the most important password in your life, that is like the key to all of your finances <laughs> and you're assigned it at birth and, right. and anyone who works in the office of any comedy club I've ever played can just read it Steal in a drawer. my identity. It's just yeah. in my... Right. <laughs> The most secure, yeah, trustworthy. Yeah, there's, there's also no like forgot your social like captcha situation yeah. you can do. <laughs> right. Like if you if you forget it, you can't you can't click like, a link pick, in your email that comes yeah, from the Fed or something like that. Yeah, pick the photos of castles and uh, you know <laughs> the. The fucking password thing, too, is crazy. That Whoever said, like, change it frequently and keep it mixed up, that was from when you had three passwords. Now, right, right. now like, every site, like, my gym has a password. Like, every site has, like, a password, and they need your phone number, and, like, Postmates text you now. Like, everything has all- <laughs> There's I have, like, a one, and then all my passwords are, of course, slight variations when right, I do forget right. it, and they're like, okay, like, and me and my wife are, like, between the two of us have, like, Maybe four total passwords that run our lives. Yeah, and I'm right. like, someone could just. That's never abduct in movies us. when they're trying to hack something. <laughs> right. It's never, it's never like, 
All right, just try putting different numbers before the word butt plug. <laughs> and <laughs> butt plug with an exclamation point? Oh, question mark. Oh, they need yeah. a symbol, these motherfuckers? Yeah. yeah, no one's like, what's his dog's name? Like, boom, done. I had to say my password out loud to a mortgage company a few years back. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> say less, I understand where this is. JP Morgan loves cock. This is embarrassing. I mean, this like, is embarrassing. I am a, I am a, I'm a man over the age of forty who had to admit that there were multiple sixty nines keeping people away from access to my home loan. I, I, I think it's funny when, uh, when like they want you to make your password more complicated. Like if it's like a bank or a mortgage company, I get it. But if it's, it's like a. It's like Planet Fitness. It's like right. calm down. <laughs> like nobody, this you're not Fort Knox. No one gives a shit. You're never gonna be hacked. S- someone's gonna pretend to be me and use the treadmill against my will. <laughs> right. You show up. You show up for chest and tries, and the person behind the counter is like, "You're already here." You're like, Wait, what? <laughs> Fucking cops charge in and arrest you, and you're like, "You're fuck." And I'm like, "No, it's I'm no, the, I'm the real John Davis." <laughs> right, right. But is then, that right? Then, Ghost Dog sixty nine, sixty nine. It's like, nah. but then they squeeze your triceps. Like, Let him go. Let him it's go. Him. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Flabby armed Gabris. Yeah, he's not. If he was really here to do chest and tries, he needs it. Let him go. We'll catch the guy who stole his fucking identity over there. My credit card got stolen once, and they bought like a lot of textbooks, like way better shit than I would have. All mine would have been, like, you know, Ben and Jerry's and cigarettes. They're just. Uh, my they wife bought, got, like, got my wife got her like credit cards uh, hacked one time or stolen from like a car service company, and they bought. Dominoes and edible arrangements, and got it to an address. And like when Tiffany called the, my wife called the police, she was like, "Can you go to this address?" And they're like, "We actually can't do that." It's like, but they're sending shit from the, like that's who has my credit card info. They're like, yeah. "You should just change it." And it's like, "Well, thanks, <laughs> officer." There's a ring at your door, and it's Dominoes and edible arrangements, and, and then and then the guy's like, "You I'm- deserved a gift." <laughs> oh, that was your credit card. Fuck. <laughs> All right, what are we doing, guys? What's happening? Let's do it. We're talking probability, lotto, all this. All this falls under, I think that's technically math or maths for Matt. And uh, Thank you. Uh, but we'll go with science. We'll put you in hospital if you get that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck you, Gabers. Fuck you. <laughs> He's so upset with me. I just spent a weekend with like five Brits and five Aussies, so I'm all caught up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, I'm having a sl- I had a slash right before we got on, so I'm not going to have to pee for another 90 minutes. Now, Matt's he's bitter. He's very bitter. The amount of time that we have saved by not spelling color with a U, it's probably at this point in my life, three minutes, four minutes, and Matt will never get that back. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to die before us, technically, because he's got to add this U in flavor te- and color. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys host the science podcast, but are comedians. I am also uh, listeners of my podcast are finding out right now that I consider myself a comedian for the first time in 400 episodes. Oh, okay. Well, then try being funny, bro. Uh, (laughs) But I am a big fan of science. I wanted to be a scientist. I was a biology major first semester. All of you guys have vague science uh, histories as well. But I think vague. Very vague. Uh, I studied a certain science. Yeah, you keep saying you studied the sweet science, which I think is boxing. But uh, well, you keep, you're like, say it's pastries. Um, all our science is vague. So I, I thought we have something called stolen science valor, 
Uh, and it's yeah. like we are aspirational dorks. Like, is that what makes is that what that makes us? It's sure. like by doing comedy, we've already put ourselves in like a corny, like nerdy niche. I, and then I we're wouldn't like, even call myself aspirational. I would call myself uh, failed. <laughs> like I, because because sure. like I'll I'll back right the, the way the show started off. Jesse joined the show uh, uh, later on, but I'm also st- I'm listen. I'm still not listed or credited. I'm not in the icon. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a I'm like a ghost benefactor. Well, the the picture which was drawn by a fan that we've used just for the last I don't know how many years uh, actually has actually has Brooks Whelan, who was the original third host, but he right. looks enough like Jesse in a cartoon form that we're like that'll do. When, when you subscribe, it says Andy Wood and Matt Kirsch. It's no, it nowhere. says all three. I swear it has all three. Oh, I, okay. All right. But, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're totally okay with it. We'll just air this out on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, I've been Jesse meaning to bring also... this up in one of our 400 episodes of ours, but I thought on High and Mighty the last. <laughs> all right, all right. I thought I thought all the time we saved spelling color correctly, we could we had a minute to, to do this. I thought we got the time. Honestly, based on like what we normally do on this podcast, anything we talk about is better than the other shit. So, uh... so so yes, it started uh, in a Jesse, backyard. Jesse. W- yeah, Jesse was there at the beginning because he was Andy's roommate and he composed our theme tune and made it. So he, he was there on day one and then guested on the show more and more until we're like, you should just be on the show. Uh, well, Brooks, and went, ended- Brooks went off and got SNL. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah and he he's still over there killing it. So we can't uh, we, like he can't come back to the pod. He's super <laughs> ten years on. Yeah, yep. you might yep, recognize exactly. him from his character as guy with tattoos at the desk, <laughs> <laughs> and and the other one. <laughs> yeah, that uh, the other one is my favorite. I can't place the name right now, but that's yeah. the one I really like. <laughs> was that me- that met met? He was the meth addict in that one sketch. Oh, Brooks, the, former the, guest the, of the, the podcast e-cigarette. from yeah, Outdoors yeah. episode. So check him out, listeners. Uh, uh, sorry, Very funny, Matt. Ca- yeah, yeah, so the show started off with, uh, I I was in LA and I have a math degree, and in the space of like a week and a half, I did a gig with Andy where he meant, he talks on stage about being an electrical engineer or having an electrical engineering degree and working in that field after graduating, and Brooks, who pretty much as well talked about, I think pretty much right up to when he got SNL, he was a biomedical technician. Like, I think he didn't even tell his boss he got SNL. He just stopped coming to work. He was just in New York. And then just showed up on SNL. <laughs> it's like, right. why is Brooks not here? Like, Brooks Whelan! Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, Katy Perry crashes through his door. It's like, this, this day is insane. This... <laughs> so so that, that's how the show started. But every, the vast majority of my good friends at university are now various doctors of various academic disciplines <laughs> so like i've got uh emma who works in cancer research anna who uh, does like cell biology richard's classics like he's a historian um <laughs> like and you're uh, chopping up crowd work to go on instagram with captions yeah, well, well, <laughs> sure. another one does lasers another one like <laughs> works does for shells. lasers he, he uh, does lasers. He We're does a very lasers. serious science program. That's the so, Trump. That's the Trump major in, in engineering yeah, school. Yeah. We're gonna do lasers. I did. La- <laughs> uh, I did lasers at Wharton. Of course, I minored in lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I, I'm the idiot clown. But I did. Yeah, we went from. I went in a short space of time from knowing no comics with a science background to knowing two, and we're like, we should start doing the show where we'll just 
talk about the week in science. And then every so often, it then developed that every so often we'll have an episode where you have a real scientist on it. We talk about their stuff. But for the most part, we're just going through the week in science with comics who are as ignorant, if not more ignorant than us. And But we will then, from the back of it, we've ended up with like jobs writing on science shows and we'll get people go like, oh, you're a scientist. Like, no, we are not. <laughs> no, scientists. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I, I scraped awesome. through an undergrad degree. Andy at least like did work in the field for a brief period of time after graduating. Yeah, not not that long. Yeah. And Jesse lives and school. works on a train station. Right. <laughs> I dropped out of high school. Yay. Uh, Jesse actually of the three of us has worked in a science setting the most, the I most think, because recent. of your pandemic job. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah, that was uh but that's also see that's a thing that made me afraid of if we're talking stolen science valor, right? Is um it was a vaccine, re- COVID vaccine research, and that. It, but but I, that's such a loaded sounding phrase because um, it makes it sound like I'm in a lab coat looking in microscopes all day when I'm just getting a guy named Kyle Coffee is what was happening. <laughs> you know, so like <laughs> that was my contribution to ending this pandemic. Yeah. Is and uh, Kyle is bringing equipment to the person who's actually doing the right, science? Right, exactly. <laughs> we were so far down, <laughs> like in the thing. And, um, and Kyle's boss bring- is trying to get a pangolin to fuck uh, a, a, a <laughs> right, beetle pig right. again. Come right. on, come on, come but on, boys! <laughs> I got I, but this is so pathetic of me. I I still got the <laughs> I still got the merch right. I got the I got the Moderna research team jacket thing right. I still got the sick a sat- oh, satin jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> I thought by the merch you just meant you got the vaccine. Yo, you got the merch? Yeah, I got the yeah, merch. Yeah. Put it I right in my arm, baby. Um, <laughs> this shit's no, I, good. It's right off the line. No, I got the cool. I got the cool jacket, and uh, it, it's uh, it's like a bomber jacket. You know, it's uh, scorpion on the back. Yeah, no, it's a cool jacket. But I thought, oh, Guess I'm gonna beaten up at QAnon rallies. <laughs> well, that's so. That's what I'm saying. Is like I I was like, oh, I, I'm gonna crush it like i was single at the time i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna crush it i'm like this is like being a troop after 9 11 like just walk onto a plane and just blow jo- i'm gonna die of blowjobs uh, <laughs> uh but everyone just hates you if you're in a vaccine <laughs> like people hate you uh because on account of i live in uh, the south you know okay yeah yeah so my my only pseudo attempt at stolen science valor lasted about 10 minutes <laughs> and uh and then I was like, nah, back back to back to just I back to never talking about this. Afterwards you just cross out the A and write family underneath it and pretend it's a cruise shot top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back to back to be back to just a comic guy. Um <laughs> Did you get to meet Dolly Parton though? No. Oh, okay. Well no. then Kyle was it all for. <laughs> I no, I know. I know. No, there's no there's none of that. It was and the whole hospital was like on lockdown, so it was just like me and Kyle and this lady named Rita, uh, that like listen to Christmas music like all the time, like not Christmas even. Like people, that, people that like work in. Uh, she was a lab, like actual smart person, and uh, they're nuts. There's no windows and shit because of UV light and all that. So they're crazy people. They're all crazy. They don't know the date because of the no windows. They just think it's Christmas. Yeah, no, it's straight yeah. up Independence Day. Like, like, like a casino. All- they they don't want you to know the time or anything. They're pumping in oxygen. It's- the boss yeah. is like, it's Chris. Make sure Rita thinks it's Christmas. She works extra hard around. She works the harder because she thinks she's getting vacation time. See, um, 
Yeah, it's like, always ringing bells just outside the window. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> I I hosted a podcast for Stitcher Premium or one of those like one off. Like I did eight episodes, maybe sixteen of a show called The Layman, which was me meeting scientists around the Southern California area and trying to like ask them dumb questions that would dumb down what their like field of study or their thesis was that maybe people who listen to podcasts that aren't scientists right. could understand. So that I've been obsessed with science for a long time. We all, again, I am as even more stolen valor than Jesse because I can't legally work in a lab due to my size. I uh, <laughs> knock over beakers all the time with my <laughs> gunt. <laughs> Wait, are you are you doing like a bit? Or is yeah, I, I hope. A, I, right. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like one of those. If it was that like landed legal... perfectly based on the follow. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know if there was some insane like weird. Weird it sounds law. realistic, right? No like you got to be under 300 pounds to be in the lab because it's dangerous. You can't be, so be, a so you can't be a lab tech. <laughs> yeah, like I can't a, be on a submarine, a plane. Yeah. Or... <laughs> it's also like the listeners don't know because because you don't have the video. But also, John always is carrying a ladder over his shoulder. At all times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's high. It's not. Yeah, if, it's not good if, without the windows and shit. I can't put yeah, the ladder out. Fruit of... cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't David Robinson? Didn't he go to college at one of the military academies it, and then I, sized out of? The Admiral, he, uh, that's why his nickname's the Admiral. He went to Naval Academy in Annapolis and couldn't be on a sub. Right, like, right. Yeah, he had to like get a special delineation because he like couldn't, all the ships like inside, it's like, you know, just at six feet or six and a half feet, whatever, and fucking the Admirals got fucking. I, the last thing I know about basketball is everything that has to do with that dream team. Because like, I was like, oh, I, was at the yeah. per- I was at the perfect age. I'm not a huge basketball fan, was never, but at the perfect age to find out they were putting together like the X-Men of basketball. Right. And it was like, right. and even one college kid, Christian Leitner, yeah, his crazy Christian- shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know any athletes' names. I know every single person who's on that. I, I was obsessed. If Leitner was around right now, would he just be doing every, like, uh, Alt right wannabe Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, I, like, I have a fe- I have a feeling he'd be on the the Florida YouTube circuit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he actually had bad opinions. I just feel like he was beloved by problematic people. <laughs> Anytime someone is like makes it a real big statement about how their favorite person on this professional sports team is the white guy, there's <laughs> frequently there's some sort of undercurrent of like. Oh, your favorite uh, NFL player is Bill Romanowski, the white juice head. Got it. <laughs> yeah. like, there's about a it's, dozen it's linebackers like, oh, like better he than him. He's but... just so well-spoken. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's got a good head for the game. It's like, okay, bro. <laughs> I get not wanting to be a Ray Lewis fan, you know, but I, you know, knocked down to another linebacker. So, uh, Yeah. I always do that down at the, uh, down at the curling club. When someone talks about their favorite player. I go, oh, okay. You don't want to uh, choose the one POC guy who's doing fucking uh, curling these days? Athletic Greens. We're talking AG1, baby. I love when I record my ads in the morning because it means I just stood over my sink and chugged down my morning AG1. And... I'm enjoying it, man. It's uh, hard for me to take pills in the morning, so I can't get my multis and my supplements in the morning. So taking AG1 makes it so much easier. And it's so, it's simple. It's one scoop of powder and water once a day. And I love doing it first thing in the morning, and it just gets my day going down the right path. 
Here I am. Yes, it's 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. Um, this episode comes out tomorrow or maybe next week. I'm not sure. But either way, I've already done one very healthy thing for myself. Not to mention I got my good night's rest. And I, and I do feel better when I'm on it. It's so simple. Uh, so finding a life hack like this where I can get 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality gives me major benefits, gut, mood, energy, skin, hair, nails. Damn, child, you got to see my skin, hair, and nails right now. Um, and then the travel packs. I was mixing these up uh, and chugging them down while I was sleeping in a tent. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going camping this week, and I'm going to bring AG1 packets for in the morning because I need to take care of my body. All right? <laughs> I just put ice. Oh, some ice cold water. That thing goes down fast. And... You got yourself 12 to 16 ounces of water, which is a great way to kickstart your day. Between that and all the vitamins, you're ready to rock. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash mighty. That's athleticgreens.com slash mighty. A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot C-O-M slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Check it out. Science has got like got weirdly controversial in the last like five years, ten Ugh. years, or something like that. It really ramped up in the last few, but there's been. I- I'm not saying anything special. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a bad spot. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying anything new or special <laughs> here, but there's like there used to be like an abs at least absolute truths about some things. Like it used to be like, well, it's a yeah, given or- that the world is round, and it's now people are like, well, hold or at on. least like <laughs> the people arguing it. It was generally relatively fringe beliefs. May um you know like the sort of evolution or whatever. You know, there'd be like the hardcore Christian people who were like the creationists and so on. But it would be a fairly fringe element. Maybe a little bit more with the global warming, like climate change denier people because. The oil companies put so much money into muddying the science, and yeah, that one I blame people it. for less because it's also like hard to see. You know what I mean? It, like, like it's it's yeah. not that one. I give people uh, the Earth is flat, shit. Like, but it yes. starts to be like the guy who the the person I'm gonna say guy, most likely guy, the person who believes uh, the Earth is flat and uh, uh, climate change isn't real. Ha- has about a dozen more beliefs that are worse oh, than that somehow. There is but a like- tipping point. There is something. It happens with any of those sort of conspiracy theory type things where you, you believe you start to believe one or two, and then there's like a tipping point where it's like, and all of them. Yes, uh, right. Yeah, sort of like once well, you open yourself to that point, you're losing. It's like you're like a baby. Like it's 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 like you don't have object permanence. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, like, people tell you things like, no, the Earth is round, but you personally have not been to outer space. Therefore, bullshit. It's round. You know what I mean? And and it's like, so I don't know what to do with that. Um, right. Well, it, and we're not getting any help from, like, authorities when every 30 years they're like, okay, yeah, we knew there was no WMD. Okay, yeah, we knew the Panama Papers. Like, there's always just, like, every, like, 30 years, it's like, yeah, okay, we were lying about some stuff. So So now... Who's profiting over the Earth's shape? I know, I know. That that one makes less sense. But 
it also just gives these freaks that believe this crazy shit to they get cover. They're like, the government lies, right? And it's like, it's not the government that's saying the earth is round. It's like yeah. everybody, well, but that, but that, it's everybody. <laughs> that, that definitely is, yeah, and, and you're right, and that, that does make it so much harder. It is when it comes to, I remember having this conversation with somebody, and he's a comic, and, uh, but he, you know, very sort of anti, anti the man, anti big everything sure. or whatever, and and he was basically very climate change denier, uh, climate skeptic, whatever you want to call it. And I remember having this conversation with him, like going, everything I know about your politics should point to you being on the other side of this conversation because you are currently siding with ExxonMobil, Shell, BP, <laughs> like trillion dollar multinational corporations and against scientists on five-figure salaries who wear sandals to work and, <laughs> right. and, and drive like drive like a 15-year-old Camry. Like, you, you, like, yeah. like if, if you put these two people side by side, like these sort of like boardrooms of suits and then Jessica and Donnie from... You see Santa Cruz, who've just been trying to put the data together, and you're just going like, who of these two do you trust to not be screwing you over? I, I you just don't understand. I I don't understand why some things don't cross that threshold. Like you you don't meet anyone like that. That's just like I don't believe in lungs. That's not what happens. That's I, not how we live. Our chest goes up and down, and it feels yeah. weird. Or our, you're in the our, pocket of big breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. but, but it's like you can't see it. Like no one thinks like the spleen is a conspiracy. Well, I mean, but there are medical. I think I've mentioned in the podcast. I used to work with a dude who uh, believed in like he was a Bible literalist. Like he believed there was a flood. And the uh. reason that everyone lived to be 800 was before the flood. There was this uh, mass of moisture pushing down on the atmosphere, making oh, sure. the earth into a hyperbaric chamber. And as we all know, Michael Jackson lived so long because of the hyperbaric chamber he slept in. So everyone was 800. But this guy also believed that HIV didn't cause AIDS. And I, I just I hadn't heard someone who thought that before. And I was like, wait, what do you think? And he thought the actual disease was caused by poppers. Then I'm like, well, how do you explain all the other ways? That, like, he had, he had, like, like, how do you explain, like, Africa? Yeah. Right. <laughs> how do you explain, like, kids, had, kids yeah. in Africa? Or right. But Being that, born I, in I the, the popper scene is huge there, Matt. You, sure. you don't understand what these kids one are doing. Of, Saharan party one scene. of the beliefs is that it is the antiviral medication that is causing it. I remember I did a dive in this because I was, I was fascinated and horrified by it. There's one former doctor in particular who's responsible for, like, I mean, like, basically a genocide. Like, he's, like, responsible for so many deaths, particularly across Africa, and he had the ear of one of the South African senior government members at one point. Um, and it's 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 bonkers and horrible. And I remember like there was one woman who was like the spokes like the sort of figurehead of this. She's like, I have H I, I you know, I, I I had AIDS and it was caused by this, but now I'm doing these treatments instead. And then she dies about a year later of right. AIDS. Right. Uh and I think her kid did as well. I think it was like, it was a really horrendous like story, but so many people have died because of this thing. And again, you're like, what is in it for you? Is it, um, you know, Andrew Wakefield, who was one of the like real yeah. pioneers of the, the pre-COVID, the like the main anti-vax guy who was the one who like was, has now been shown multiple times to have forged his data and fudged his numbers to fake a link between the MMR vaccine and autism. 
and now runs like private clinics, does talks for huge amounts of money in America because he's he's struck off the register. He's been like removed from the doctor's register in the UK, um, and and convicted. Like you know, he's it's been shown in, in open court that he. <laughs> lied about this data and that's this not stuff. enough and to had... get people off the no, fucking it's not enough people and, like and he that had financial... they like and he it had... yeah and he had financial <laughs> stakes in these companies that stood to benefit from individual vaccines rather than the joint vaccines and you know he if you're like follow the money man there's the money follow the money right there right. you can do <laughs> right, it right. you know but it but the, the the toughest thing about those conspiracy theories is how self-reinforcing they are once you reach a certain point like once you've once you've hit a, once you've gone down the rabbit hole to a certain distance, any evidence that counteracts yeah. your view is just more evidence that they're trying to suppress the truth. Right. Yes. So it just it, it, I, don't, I don't even know how you argue against it because like every piece of factual data you show that's like, well, what about this? What about this? That the more of that is like, well, that much. This is how serious they are about it if they're putting all this data out here. If well, yeah, and it and it all these... depends because, like, whatever, wherever you're pulling this uh, counter info info from, where you're like, well, you know, this science magazines or this science uh, publication, oh well, yeah. that's all bullshit. That's right. in the pocket right. of big, big lib or whatever. And then you're like, you're fucking find yourself. Uh, there's also something along what you're saying too, Matt. There's also like this weird buy-in. Like, if if you believe, and a hand a, a, a a not zero sum of people believe that Hillary Clinton drinks blood from children's brains or like takes sure. adrenochrome from children and uses it to stay and you young. You know, similar oh. to WMDs, they're going to find out that's true in like 10 years <laughs> right. and it's going to prove all the other stuff that Hillary's sitting around with her blood goblet. And it's like, yeah, okay, the one yeah. thing, fine. The but, one well, thing. If also, you're willing no to believe to Hillary, that, but, then why wouldn't you believe that the uh, vaccine has tracking in yeah. it? You know what I mean? Right, like right. all of a sudden, like you buy into what, like Q QAnon like broke people in a lot of ways. I mean, and I'm sure this has happened on a smaller scale s since the dawn of time. But I think the most recent thing we saw, people got to believe just something so crazy. All this other stuff, all these other even worse actors underneath the bad actors that have fabricated QAnon, even worse people were like, oh, look, that we got a fucking gullible, wealthy, stuck, terrified population. What can we swoop in with and get them to believe well, here, and like back us my, up? Yeah. Here's my very simple theory is that we made global communication far too like the internet. We got to make it tough to get on it again. You know, we had to like type in a number and make sure your mom's not on the phone. So it was like, it was like just nerds. You you're, know, you're like, 25 minutes into downloading one song and then yeah. your and then your dad picks up the other line and right. cuts off the this. <laughs> right. And you run out of hours on your AOL sample CD, so then it's another coaster. And like they didn't even have search engines. You had to like know some guy's bird enthusiast GeoCities site. And but but now it's like everyone has this voice that doesn't have that you were probably kind of smart if you even did internet stuff at first. And now you're just like with a giant microphone parachuting into Madison Square Garden, <laughs> like talking about how there's the moon isn't real. It's fucking insane. And well, it's I, like, like you know, you know, like you've been in situations <laughs> where there's a microphone. That's not a comedy club. There's a microphone. And, yeah. you know, as a professional that you can lean over to it and get a fucking pop out of the crowd, you know, like, oh, it's untended here. I go, hey, look, uh, clean up an aisle six. Ah, ha, ha, you could do some shit. <laughs> sure. But if. You Classic. also know when there's a megaphone, a microphone or a megaphone, some asshole 
can grab that and say anything they want. And they're going to be like, Baba Booey or like, you know, whatever. <laughs> they're going to say something. The the inter- Now everyone's got a microphone and everyone's like, yo, listen to this guy. Well, and- even satellites. Th- think about like, okay, when uh, speaking of the Hillary Clinton stuff, when they thought that what Cosmo Pizza or whatever had like a pedophile dungeon in uh, D.C. Comet, Comet Pizza. Comet. Yeah. So a guy. Get it like, right. Bro- <laughs> the best kid <laughs> fucking and pepperoni I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> So a guy like a guy that just listened to like Bill O'Reilly all day drove across the country with an AR-15, but like had his radio signal faded out 20 minutes outside of his shitty town, he would have like chilled out, you know, <laughs> and like, the you know, then it's like a blues station. And he's like, all right. Or if, if you had to look, if you had to look someone in the eye in your life and say like, I'm going I'm getting my gun and going to a pizzeria in DC because downstairs is where politicians yeah. uh fuck kids. If you right. had to, if you had a, to say that to, someone would go do you hear yourself? <laughs> like a, I'm kind of fascinated. <laughs> I really would love to know what actually cuz what went through his head at the moment that he cuz there was a moment it was probably where he opened what he opened the door to the basement and found that it was just a closet. Well, he said yeah. when when they arrested him, he said I had bad intel. I think I had some. He said, I guess I have bad. I had some. Ba- got some bad intel. Yeah, but so I would love to know what sleep. happened in his head right at that moment where he's like, "Oh, oh, they moved the basement." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that that I mean that is the problem. That again, it goes back to that sort of self reinforce. It's the same. You know, it's the same as the way uh, cults that had like doomsday cults. Would have multiple end and of the miss world the days. day. Yeah, right. And great, yeah. Sh- great shoes, though. Have you guys looked into Heaven's Gate shoes? How much they cost? Uh, it's unreal. Those New Balances. What do they wear? I forget. The, no, Nike. No, okay. In my head, you know, you but you you sort of think as a, as rationalist and think, you know, you know, the scientific method is, is, you know, you you have a hypothesis, you test it, and if the test comes up negative, then you change the hypothesis, but you. <laughs> You know, just go like, all right, June June twelfth is happening, and then you wake up on the morning of June thirteenth, and it's very much still the same world. For me, that would be for, it, it's hard for someone who isn't in that situation to think like, hang on, how do you then still believe the cult leader? But you do. Well, but almost with like, more faith, maybe your faith gets stronger because then that was a test. You know, yeah, yeah, the dinosaurs are here as a decoy. I mean, have you guys seen the the, the uh, I forgot what it's called, the Flat Earth documentary? No. Oh, it's great. It's yes. great. Like you'll actually sympathize with these people as humans because you realize, oh, this um, is not about the idea. This is about we, this we've is their- talked about this yeah. this documentary because there is there is one guy in it who is a comedian sort of, and he stayed at my friend's house, a mutual friend of ours' house uh, in London, and he's the guy who told us at a party that the uh, which is something I've definitely spent told at the, on our podcast before that the way to avoid chemtrails is you always breathe out more than you breathe in. <laughs> that, that's the guy who fainted then on the he, way into and out of the yes, party. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. my buddy. He faints every 45 seconds. But <laughs> I remember our friend Carrie at this point going, would you not deflate? <laughs> I mean, if you believe in lungs, I guess. But, yeah. 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 But yeah, you watch that movie though, and you're like, okay, these people are just very alone, and this is their community. Yeah. And it doesn't make it okay if the result is something very detrimental, but if the result is just... They say something that maybe in their heart of hearts they don't even really believe, but this is their circle of friends. Like, and that's it, when that happens, I'm just like, I feel for you, buddy. Whatever gets you through the well, day. I, I think know? so but, many things are are 
you know, nurture more than nature, unless you have some actual very, I mean, you know, disorders do exist and, and things that make things, you know, uh, dyslexia, things that make learning curves more difficult in certain areas. But it is just, it's a massive critical thought problem, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, I'm usually, to me, it's very easy just to be frustrated with the person. I'm way more frustrated with the system. whatever... Yeah. Whatever environment allowed someone to think that the most facty fact of all time, which is the shape of our planet, there is no truth that is truthier <laughs> that, you know, like allows them to. They learned it in 1492. We've heard about it every year yeah. from zero until adulthood. Like, at some also, point, by the like, way, they knew that beforehand as well. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you hear about it in school and you're like, oh, what a. That was a ballsy move of them to sail, thinking that they were going to go off the edge of the earth. It's like, no, they've known since like Greek times that it was round. <laughs> yeah, the first astrolabe or whatever the fuck they used. Uh, it there's something though also to be said. Going back to what uh, Andy said about the the documentary, like that feels like okay. If you guys all gather around and believe in flat Earth, that's fine. Like whatever. That that seems almost harmless. That sure. seems like a fun like we wear t-shirts and we have we eat only Sicilian pizza or whatever because sure. it's square or whatever. Like that feels like that feels safe. But then right. all of a sudden 80% of those people also believe in like phrenology or whatever, right. you know, Hope and now you're like door. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but then it doesn't help that oh god, in COVID and we didn't talk about this a ton in the podcast, but like so I'm just going to you guys can't see on the camera. I'm just putting down these calipers. <laughs> yeah, I know you're measuring the screen, like trying to get our heads on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't get an accurate forehead read on you there, John. Uh, <laughs> a little closer to the camera if you can. Uh, but yeah, I was, but I was so saying, that's why you always have malaise. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Andy. I'm sorry. I forgot which bile I'm, de- I'm controlled by. Uh, yeah, but like the the believe the science thing was also just such like a heartbreaking moment. Like, oh no, okay, now this became a dogma. This became a religion. There is no such thing as the science, as if it's like a settled like people didn't learn in high school what the scientific method is, which is what Matt said. You know, hypothesis, test, revise based on the evidence you and, and yeah, and like, I think it, you're right. And it was during COVID particularly, it was so badly communicated, partly because everyone was just trying to work shit out on the fly and work out how to do it, but. I, I don't blame the people who ended up being confused slash annoyed slash contrary about masks, for example, when contradictory information about yeah. masks, you know, at right. first they were like, you have no need for a mask unless you work in a hospital. But they were really saying that because there was a shortage and they didn't want there to be a rush on them. And then, and then they were like, uh, these are fine. And they're like, they're not fine. Actually, you need these. You know, it was, it was very. The c- communication was shit. The, the vaccine communication, communication was, was shit. It but was also all then shit. The fact that like everything got tribalized on both sides, so you could no longer take in any new information, even if the actual science, like the data, said you should revise your stance. If that yeah. stance looked like a stance yeah. held by someone you don't like, you're like, well, I can't go to that I, place. I guess Regardless maybe I'm evidence. wrong, but I would have right. liked if they had the bravery to sta- say it, go, like to really talk you through and go like, this is what we believe at the at the moment. Yeah, that may change. This is why we're change. saying this. Yeah, like, th- yes. this is like I I guess all this stuff is so frustrating. To me, like the the main theme seems to be okay. People cannot accept certain people cannot accept that they could be wrong. Never mind if they are or not. But if new information comes out yeah. that would be disproof, they cannot accept they were wrong. So they they fit it into a new thing. 
Well, uh, and dovetailing with what you're saying here, Jesse, I think there's a lot of things have changed, at least in my time. And maybe we're just more aware of it. There's a lot of like winning. It's about winning and losing now and being right and wrong. And it's a lot of like told you that masks didn't work. And it's (laughs) like, wait, no, you don't get like people still died from COVID. Like there it gets muddied in this way where it's like people want to they want to be right. Like you're saying. So even copping to wrong, like even the people who are awful, we don't we don't make room. For but people to learn. apologize, you either. can't learn anything. Yeah, exactly. Because because exactly. you have to have been wrong to have learned something, uh, uh, you know. Or so if that's not happening, I guess just as someone that has been wrong so much in my life, <laughs> like five times this morning, but also in like bigger ways, like I, I, it's hard for me to connect with. All I do is feel wrong about everything all the time. Right. So it's weird when someone is just just like Will Ferrell character, but not funny, just blindly confident, <laughs> just going through life, motoring the fuck through. I, I, I'm there, fascinated like, by it. There's phrases that people just don't <laughs> say anymore, even like amongst my peers. I never hear you rarely hear. I don't know. <laughs> like a lot of people just like will guess at uh, something when no one ever says, I don't know. Uh, no one ever says I'm sorry. Like there's no like there's no no one ever says like I've actually changed my opinion on that. Like we we just don't have that. And I would say on the other side of it, we're not really giving people room to say those things either. Like, also, uh, yeah, 100 uh, yeah. percent. Like we're like, oh, now you want to apologize? Well, fuck you, man. Too late. No, we you have to, you to, have to have been perfect since you were a baby. Right. <laughs> you and know, that you makes know what people I mean? less like, likely to like because right. you, you don't want to be like, well. I'm going to be the one who forgives Chris D'Elia. That's a funny example. Though, but well, no, <laughs> no, you don't no, want to be the one. <laughs> you don't want to be the one who steps out. It's like, all right, guys, let's cut so and so some slack because no, you're that, I mean, just added to the villain list too. And there's it's like crime. There's yeah. There's crimes and shit. Right. Exactly. That's okay. That goes in its box. But then there's like thinking South Park was funny in middle school and you were on a podcast once or something. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. there's uh, there's out of. I context. mean, South Park is still funny. <laughs> sure, sure, but I'm but I'm saying like they're just out of context. Yeah. Thing where you know someone can prove much like the evidence of uh anyone can prove anyone is shitty and Yeah. I think they, I think multiple I people of my generation have repeatedly expressed relief that the internet was not a big deal when we were teenagers. Yes. I am oh, one God. of those people. Yes. Thank yeah. fucking God. Thank fucking like the, God. I don't have because a like it's a permanent record that you're not ready for. And B, you don't we wouldn't even have understood like how yeah. permanent these things are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I would have been I would have had my dick out on fucking Instagram <laughs> on like, you know, at 16. And it would sure. have been like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. was the guy. Like, I was the but, naked guy at parties in college. I was the, <laughs> the guy who like physically hurt himself and other people for for humor. Like that all shit is like not cool. I'm 41. I've grown. I know it's sure. bad now. But right. yeah, I would have to like go out in front of it and be like, I understood I like, when I shoved that. Uh, yeah, and like Jesse said, like my early attempts at edgy humor. Oh, right. <laughs> it's yeah, just right. like, whoa. Yeah, it's yeah. you're not. You're not responsible enough for it yet or whatever but you learn you you do it and you Mm -hmm. you get there um but it's i don't know i've noticed it you know getting back into stand-up uh 
post pandemic or I mean we're still in it, but you know what I mean? A yeah. safer safer environment. Getting back into stand up, um a lot of the since I'm in Nashville at the moment, a lot of the newer people um super afraid to take those risks because you're screwed. So you can't you can't be bad at it in the same way you used to be able to be bad at it. Right. And um, there's some improvement in there. There's some improvement in there that it's not like people just going up and like, hey, say the darkest fucking thing you can think of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's some no, like attempt at humor. But sure, there's like an overcorrection in a way. But this is like, again, because everything has to be so black and white and right. uh, or in in America, maybe like. So no, I'm not I'm right. not complaining yeah, about yeah. woke comedy or right. whatever. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that um, I'm, I'm saying that if you have a point about something you're trying to make if you don't have the skills to get to that point uh, and let's say it's an agreeable point something very simple and super agreeable the holocaust was bad you know (laughs) something like that if you don't have the uh, skills on your way in before you hit that punchline you're just gonna look like a huge asshole so i see people not attempting it anymore and perhaps getting better at being super agreeable than perhaps super good at comedy. Yeah, like maybe with a f- few more iterations, Michael Richards would have turned it into a great bit. Not what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> not what I'm didn't saying. didn't give him a chance. I thought he had, he was, he was, he was he had the no, premise. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no one's saying <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, like, what I'm What I'm saying is I hear, I go to mics or whatever, and I, uh, I'm hearing very little things of substance because oh, everything's yeah. polarizing and- so so it's almost like everyone is like Seinfeld now just with these sort of completely non-threatening observations because otherwise who the hell knows you know I yeah. sound like I'm complaining about the state of con- I mean, it's just no, interesting to see but, but that's that's true of everything everybody is being policed by everyone at all times so everyone is just it's like interesting to see yeah. and, to every, find the and everyone has a different do. rule book like yeah, like, like yeah. the police the police fuck them but we have like we know the laws that they're going to like now everyone has their own rule book and everyone is in charge of like their own like their own like they can say whatever they want like the, hey you motherfucker i can't believe you did that and you're like you know like people will they police everything you post online and being there's this is the grown-up for this is the old man in me removing our face removing the ability to get punched like from saying what you <laughs> oh, like yeah. want to say oh, yeah like that is just made everyone is like a fucking people are making there are people making like millions of dollars off the fact that you're not allowed to punch people on the face through the <laughs> internet like just like you, someone should just walk into matt walsh's house or steven crowder's house and slap them on slap them in the fucking face <laughs> like yeah I would say- but you, you can't and it's like in real life, I, we learned not to be such an aggressive asshole. Like these, this is so off topic, but like these people who do like TikToks on the street where they like get like engage with people in like a weird prank way. I'm right. like these. Ten years ago, if some motherfucker came up to me with a camera, I would have been like, the fuck out of here and hit them. <laughs> oh no! I now mean, it's I, like a yeah. part of life. Now you got to be like, I'm in the background of like. Today, I went to the gym. I was at the gym for like an hour, uh, you know, just looking at my phone. But I'm in the background of four <laughs> different people's Instagram posts. Like, I'm in the uh, background of a woman's video because she was like filming herself doing deadlifts. And I'm like, it feels crazy. Right. Like, everyone is like watching everything we do. It feels it, it feels Ugh. like we're ahead of, to bring it back to science, 
feels like we're moving faster than science can, and science doesn't even like land on 50 to 70% of the population. So like we're just like blowing and cruising past all this shit in ways where they're like, hey, let's talk about what the backlash of the atomic bomb is. Let's talk about what uh, some of this bad shit about. Uh, let's talk about what 5G is doing to our bloodstream. You know, like let's discuss this. <laughs> Yeah, no, we uh, we motor through and find out later. I mean, it's it's yeah. Andy and I were having a big talk about this, the social media damage yesterday and how it's it's insane it's the number brutal. of things people don't even realize are really downstream of social media. It's like you think that's an opinion you have, like that actually was definitely a accidental cause of the like initial setting up of social media as free. And ad driven and everything else bad. Trump is downstream of that. We wouldn't have yes. a Trump if it weren't for this accidental thing of this entire business model was based on putting like pretty low tech AI to the task of maximizing eyeball time. It figured out the way you do that is by making people pr behave predictably and polarizing them, and that will keep them angry and that will keep them looking. And that's all we care about is looking for selling ads. Oh, everything else came from that. January 6th came from that. Trump's election came from that. Right. QAnon. All the people that trickle down off of Trump, all the fucking uh, uh, yeah, what, yeah. lampreys circling around the shark's mouth, like uh, the MTGs, the fucking, all, all those fucking freaks. They're we all uh, any all downwind of the of unchecked social media, of being people able to go on social media and say like, whatever the fuck you want. And, be, and if you have enough follow, we, that's the other thing. We used to give credit to scientists and thinkers and experts, and now it's like whoever has the most followers or money is kind of our metric for leadership and success and intelligence. Like, look to, yeah, well, this scientist, what the fuck does he know? He lives in a fucking condo in <laughs> Delaware, and it's like, what? Right. I think it's too hard for people to accept how detrimentally unfair, like, how insanely unfair things are. So you have to say like this, no, they're a genius. You have to, because, because if you don't, uh, about someone that's super wealthy, if they're just some like kind of me medium ish, mid, just some douche, it's, it's just crazy. enough of a sociopath to, right. But then it's like, what does that say about that's way too big to wrap your head around. It's way easier to be like, nope, merit, Probably, probably merit. Yeah. I, the, the thing that worries me could is be me that, if I really applied myself a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It, when all this data comes out about, I mean, it already is coming out, but when it's hard data coming out about social media, same as like, you know, you could smoke while you delivered somebody's baby who was also smoking <laughs> for like 50 years. Yeah. And you would and have then, like a it, cigarette waiting that said it's a boy for the baby. when it Right. For out. the yeah. baby. Uh, and then, you know, everyone got emphysema and COPD. Do you do like a, a cigarette gender reveal where like halfway down the cigarette is like a pink or blue? That's what you would do. Just... Well, yeah. Well, no, it'd be the smoke you exhale. Um, but you had to exhale more than you inhaled. Obviously. Because, yeah, of, right. the because of the airplanes. But you know, that happened for 50 years and then all the data, all those people started dying and all the data was like, oh shit, right? And I, but people still accepted it. People were like, I might keep smoking, but they knew it was bad for them instead of just thinking that's not real. Right. And I, I worry that when the data comes out, that's like, hey, social media literally altered the brain chemistry of an entire generation uh, in a very detrimental way and has 
logarithmically you can chart the increase in American gun violence with, because it is the guns, in fact, uh, you know, you can chart the increase with the increase in social media, et cetera. All, of course, all that data is going to come out. But because of the effect that it has had, half the people won't believe the data. Right. I, I wanna, like, That's I, not real. I do want to say, though, cigarettes are a great example because that was not a passive rejection by the smokers of the science. That was active work done by the tobacco companies and by publicists yeah. working on their behalf who then who then got hired the literally not even like the same techniques but literally the same publicists got hired a decade or two later by the oil companies to do yeah. the same for climate change it's it's literally oh, there's no, a I, there's a documentary merchants of yeah, doubt yeah. that shows yeah. like it's it that tracks down those individual people it's literally the same that. people using the same techniques to actively money and i'm that. sure the same is happening in like social media companies and um yeah, so and and all you need is doubt. That's the that's the sort of the downside of the scientific yeah. method is yeah. you can't because only a contradiction is needed. If you could just give the idea of doubt, that's enough in the average layperson's mind just to at least make you think, oh, maybe there's something there, and just slow. Or, or it's never going to stop the people like the laws from eventually being passed, but it just sort of pumps the brakes a bit. It just like drags it out, and for every extra year before they pass this law. The company makes an extra few billion dollars. You know, we're gonna right. look at cars uh, and uh, fucking social media in like twenty years the way we look at smoking now, or half of us will, or a, a portion of the people you mean will look cool at- as fuck. Yeah, it's like it was <laughs> yeah. pretty fuck. Well, it was cars were very cool. Good point. Getting social media was very cool, but and and smoking was very cool. But these are three things, and I, I think maybe we're also, unfortunately, for uh, we're gonna learn the similar about drinking too. I think in like fifty years, yeah. when when people when it's not got the full weight of like American consumerism and capitalism behind it, we're gonna start being like, wow, we were really in these fucking like uh, two thousand pound death machines going eighty five miles an hour with like hundreds of us on the road at any time. Like, oh yeah, our no, kids' it'll, kids it'll are gonna be, be like, that'll be insane. Yeah, yeah. Filled with ten gallons of explosive liquid, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> that's, and they've that's only got bigger, it. heavier, and more dangerous, and f- bigger, heavier, faster, and more protective <laughs> for the driver, and dangerous for everyone else. It's like, I mean, there's something to chart there that the build of cars have gotten. Like people are like, I need a big beast to protect myself. The, the head, basically, like the head of any corporation, you need to look at like. What property they own in New Zealand? Is it in the hills? And then yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're all they're all like like anyone that is in control of anything is a doomsdayer. And I I don't like that's a bummer, man. We don't have money. I don't have enough money to be a doomsdayer. They're just they're just like planning. They're like, well, I'll be okay. Well, <laughs> early or right when the pandemic kicked off, before anyone, everyone was talking like, you know, well, three months we'll be back to normal. Netflix like CEO said in like a company wide meeting, 18 months and Howard Stern said 18 months on the Stern show. And my wife who happened to work at Netflix at the time and also a big Stern head was like, Hey babe, is it crazy? Doesn't it feel like maybe these guys were in a different meeting than the rest of us? And I was like, it was the first time like the Illuminati shit kind of bubbled up in me where I was like, 
Wait, why do these two billionaires think it's 18 months and everyone else Wait, is being told? We all knew it was going to be years, didn't we? I knew it. Like, I was telling it friends. It felt like it was going to be a long time, but no, I'm talking I don't, like, yeah. yeah I, I knew that, but I don't remember getting that information. Like I, on it was the out news. there. It was it was accessible. Not it, it was like, like the like two weeks CNN. to stop the two weeks to stop the spread. Well, was, and I was like, this is going to take forever. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think the, it was the weirdest part though is is when the pyramids took off at the start of it. Right. I was like, this is yeah. something's going on. <laughs> they just took off and went to space. That's Your dollar bills started winking at you, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and those were just the tips. The pyramids were just the tips of those rockets. They're like buried very deep. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. How how do we get out of this? How do we get like a movement back towards science? Like besides it's weird that like there's like a weird traditionalist movement online, but it's like mostly just for gender dynamics <laughs> and like <laughs> Like it's mostly pushed by dudes to be like, I yeah. just want to wipe. We all have to go back to flip phones and just I mean, we might, because none of this, we're just so misaligned. And we'll get back on the actual topic you just asked, but like, we're so misaligned yeah. with our technology right now. Like, we weren't meant to have connections with this many other humans, you know, like no. humans throughout history mostly had a crew of like 150 or whatever. And that's all you could know or care about. Like, we aren't wired to handle this. I don't know how we ever get around the fundamental misalignments, but I mean, education, I don't know how we get that better, but we need to have everyone actually understand how science works as a process. Maybe the chat GPTs of the world can help that because it actually does work as a great tutor, but I don't know that that many kids are going to use it for that purpose. Like, right. <laughs> We're so siloed. Everybody's so siloed in a weird way where it's like you get your X amount of people get their news from this person and anything else that person says or believes in, in and, uh, and it's not just Oprah anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right, now like right. though some of the right. worst people in the world are like, I've got 100,000 followers on Twitch and I need to hold on to them. So I got to get them hooked <laughs> on copper bands or whatever fucking weird pill. Or, like, okay, know. so here, here's, my, here's my thing, though. How many of them are in the back of their mind, at least in the back of their mind, trying to scrape through because they know that they need the fucking bunker, too? Like... Like people that are like, you know, they're like the, they're just like, ah, shit. Like they know how bad it's, go they're like, I need to make enough money here. Well, that's I the, must that's, make enough money. <laughs> that's the scariest thing about capitalism. So it keeps it going. Is that any push against capitalism, you're like, oh, but we need money or else we die. So like that trickles down where it's like. Everyone is in a shareholder, an investor. Everyone's buying property, all rich people. And then even people like, you know, like in act like this is so off topic. But Paul Giamatti being in a Verizon commercial is because yeah. the uh, Hollywood sucks. So Paul Giamatti has to do a Verizon commercial. For <laughs> commercials used to be for struggling actors to make their health insurance every year. Now it's for someone who's just putting a fucking second floor on their fucking uh, bunker in in New Zealand. So now everyone, and that's, and you can't blame them because if they lose their money, they die. If we lose our money, you die in a, if right. you don't have health insurance, you can die and money is needed for this money. is, needed, And we're so hell bent on it. And that, and we start to justify behavior in other people on money where it's like, well, Bezos is just, you know, that's the American dream. It's like that the American dream people used to say was like a house with a picket fence and like a car. <laughs> now it's like the American dream yeah. is a, a yacht that pulls your super yacht into a different, you know, <laughs> like 
It's you don't have a tug yacht. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't. Oh, you don't. Oh, fuck you. You need a yacht for your yacht, dog. Yeah, but also they people. Wait, you get, you get, <laughs> they can't conceive how much money that is. They can't. Right. When when you explain to someone how much money a billion dollars is, because in their mind they're like, that's a little more than a million. It's like a million and some more. <laughs> Instead of you know, and it's like if you don't have a million dollars, if you don't have five hundred million dollars right now, you will not have a billion dollars in your life. Like that's like what you need to tell everyone you <laughs> right, know. It's right. like unless you have five hundred million right now, you will never be a billionaire. Like you don't just like there's no there's no starting from zero and getting to a billion in America anymore. I don't think like you just get bought out. You hope that like five companies in a row that you're at get bought out by bigger rich. I just companies. I just wonder how much our weird, even unspoken, sort of creeping bad feeling sense of survivalism is is making shit worse. Because it's causing the most selfish, like, like shit, just hustle. Fuck it. Just hustle. Cause I need to be okay. Take care of and, you and yours. C- protect yeah, your family. Uh, you right. know, like keep the money, get a gun, protect your house. People are coming for you. Like a hunt, Jesse, I hadn't even thought like a hundred percent. And it's letting I mean, us justify bad the- behavior in other people. too. I don't mean the, I don't mean the fake shit. I don't mean the roaming gangs of socialists. I mean, global warming and all the shit where you're like, okay, I need to, like, I don't know if this is going to be okay. And I didn't feel that way when I was a kid. Uh, right. Now, maybe in, that's or, in order to like or protect yourself from global warming down the road, you got to put exactly. your foot on the neck of like a hundred workers below you. Like these people who are like, I need the money to that. Yeah, right. But, like, but it's like we all secretly know it's going to shit and not really talking about it that much. Uh, it's fucking- maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't I know. Hope- but I think. I hope you're wrong. I hope, I hope got I'm some, wrong, like, but I think people secretly know this is this shit is going like at least America. We're like at the like, come on, this em- we're at the end of an empire. That's fine. Uh, let, let me write down crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no crazier than the rest of us or anyone else on or listening to a podcast. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Here's a, yeah, here's anyway, a li- enjoy your uh, drive or gym session, listeners, because uh, <laughs> it's bleak as fuck. I hope you're enjoyed doing the dishes while listening no, no, to this No, no, OK, here's yeah. an example. My example is this, right? Because the way this brought up was people that generate outrage for clicks, et cetera. I don't even know if like Tommy Laren or really feels that way. Right. But Probably I think not. that yeah. but I think that there is this like, well, I have to make as much money as possible because it's going to shit at the same time, not realizing it's a direct contributor to it going to yeah, shit. You're, you're forcing and, it to shit. <laughs> right. So there's this like, but I don't that, know. It's, also, it's kind of a mind fuck. I don't know. I don't know. But that's also a pro like that's been like a well-established. Everyone has that cognitive dissonance. Like that's a well-established thing where, you know, people, uh, if, Everyone thinks, for example, the guy who cuts across you is an asshole or terrible driver. But if you cut someone else off, you're like, ah, well, I was just, you know, whatever. I'm in you a know, rush. Every, I everyone, have to go to the bathroom. My my meeting is important. That guy was driving too right. slow. Like it's always it's, it, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 very it's it's like naturally built into all of us to sort of blame other people but excuse ourselves, or blame the other group but excuse our group yeah. for doing the similar behaviors. So I think they would be like, yeah, well, you know, other people are causing this thing. And because everyone's doing this, I've got to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to be in trouble. So here's a stupid anecdote I heard a long time ago that's sciencey and maybe will help us feel some light sense of relief. Like there's a light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. 
back in the day in like Manhattan, horse shit was such a huge problem from all the horse drawn carriages. Like it was like making uh, the water toxic. It, you know, people yeah. were getting sick from so much horse shit. New York uh, brought in scientists from all around the world for like a, a symposium on like what can we do for this and like. They were the manure tour. The manure manure tour. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was Jeff Foxworthy. It was fucking funny (laughs) as hell. Uh, (laughs) You might be dying from manure. Uh, So there were. uh, There's all this, all these great minds meeting and struggling and dealing with it, and then like eight years later, the car was invented. You know what I mean? Like, and horseshit was no longer a problem. Granted, out of the frying pan into the fire of gasoline, but at the same breath, this is. Science is gonna. Science is the only way out of this. Science yeah, is gonna. Out. Science is gonna shit or done. Is that, is that what you're yeah, saying? It's shit gonna or be? done. <laughs> yeah. uh. I I will say like yes and no in my head because on the one hand yes the technological advances yeah but we can see be a big there's horse shit everywhere Matt yeah. like we know that you're surrounded. You were not affected by this. Yeah, okay. I was invested in big. I I had a lot of money in big horse, and this is still a sore point. But um, but. But also that belief that you can just science your way out of it is is one of the layers of bullshit that is being put into the world by those big companies. The merchants I mean, like, of know, doubt. Fucking, yeah. E- what well, e- Elon Musk, for doesn't example, doesn't mean it might not happen. With his, right, with doesn't fusion, mean it might not happen. But like fusion Elon, breakthroughs in ten years. But maybe like Musk, very yeah. no, it's going to be. It's, it's been like ten years away for the last forty years. Um, <laughs> but um. But like Elon Musk pushing his whole Hyperloop idea to basically kill off railway projects, which are very proven technologies that have worked in every country in the world. And it's like, <laughs> no, but my magic tube is going to be better. So we'll just keep working on this magic tube and not worry about this proven technology that can get you between cities in a, you know, a few hours, because this thing will get you between them in one hour, but it doesn't exist. And, and but sort of, more importantly, you get to sit in your own car that you bought. And you don't have to sit across from you someone who looks different from, from me. You. From yeah. me, you bought it from me. Yeah, uh, just make so, a fucking train. The fact that there's not a LA to Vegas train is like a fucking that's like, absurd. Well, it would be so much quicker than the flying. Yeah, like, I'm just one of my like, favorite things is when people, when um, big entrepreneur tech people think they've invented something. Yeah, like oh, yeah. Uh, like Uber. Remember when Uber thought they invented the fucking bus? Yeah, they, they were like, like, "It'll be a big buy, Uber, and it'll be a big, lot of people. <laughs> but it'll yeah. have stops. It'll predetermined stops. It'll be big." The, the bus, <laughs> the bus specifically, is one that has been reinvented multiple times by tech people. In di- yeah. like, and they've come at it from different. You know, like the way the wing has evolved separately in different animals, or like echolocation <laughs> right. evolved. Right. It's, it's like the, multiple different tech bros have found their way back to the bus yeah. <laughs> through these through these. Elaborate right. routes, and it's just like that's a bus. You have invented a right. bus. Every um, continent had a mound culture. Like we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we have the, the bus people. It's um, yeah. It but yeah, a train between it, like the UK does not have amazing trains. The UK the UK trains are pretty poor compared to somewhere like France or. I've Switzerland been to a British or, orgy. That is not a good yeah, train. Exactly. I've seen exactly. It. Uh, I believe they're called tubes, Matt. Please. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. The British, when you run a tube on someone. And... Get in here, lads. We're running a tube. <laughs> Mind the gap. Yeah, we're all going underground. <laughs> Meredith's made her tart again. We're going to run a tube. <laughs> someone else, someone take the northern line. I'm going central. <laughs> um. Uh, but oh my but God. like, 
but like that that distance, so like LA, LA to Vegas is that like that same distance that British fairly poor trains can cover in like an hour and a half, two hours tops. That's quicker than going to the airport in LA, checking in an hour early, sitting in the lounge, boarding the plane, doing a flight that's like thirty minutes or whatever, and then getting out of the airport, getting you back. Like, it, it would be so much more efficient and so much more pleasant. But the automotive so, industry is trying to kill that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. they kill airline, public transit because you're going to think, yeah. let's just drive. It's easier to fucking drive. Fuck that. Right. So but like, even like flying, there's like five. There's like I, I, I should look up the number. And it's like 100 flights a day between Vegas. And like, yeah. that's so much jet fuel, so much money, so much shit. Just fucking so much people having to go through airports. Like, like the worst the experience. Getting to have. the airport and getting on and off the plane bit takes longer than the flight. Like yes! at, that, at that point, that should not exist as a flight. Right. That should. Right. It's fucking crazy. Uh, well. On, on that positive, <laughs> that happy positive note, uh, you got. Uh, why don't you tell my my listeners the sh- AKA yeah? Sorry, the I gave an inevitable apocalypse rant. That's not what I mean. I, I think, no listener you know, listeners to this podcast understand where I go. I, I I think like every other episode, I go heavy on public transportation, heavy on big actors doing no, date, just, guest just stars, and then that, also the world ending. So don't worry. I've about just me. noticed <laughs> that every billionaire is building a runway in New Zealand. That's all. It's a pattern I don't like. I don't enjoy yeah, that pattern. Yeah. <laughs> it's less than ideal for sure. <laughs> Well, tell my sh- tell the shitheads where they can find fucking probably science and whatever else you guys are doing out there. Matt, you're best at this bit. Yeah. All right. Well, the- probably science is on all the all the podcast various different podcast platforms. You can find it the way you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Twitter and to a lesser extent for me, Instagram. Andy's on Instagram more because he likes taking pictures. Uh, but <laughs> he's even uh, qualifying that. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm going to be back on the road at some point why, soon. Why you I'm, say I'm in LA at the moment. Because <laughs> <laughs> he likes uh, taking pictures. <laughs> he's a a fucking pervert. He, he's, he's a picture guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's he's no stranger to the photographic Yeah, so arts. but we're on, we're on Twitter mainly. So it's Andy T Wood, Matt Kirshen, and Jesse Case. Those are our ats. I think Jesse, I've been following you for a long time, having no idea who you were, just liking your jokes. No, same with you. Same with you. And then I was like, I was like, it's a familiar name, but it's probably just some uh, guy I went to school with. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I was like, oh yeah, 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 John! yeah. hell yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thanks and, for having us. Uh, 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 stem baby. Uh, stem. <laughs> stem baby stem. Stem baby, stem baby, stem baby, stem. <laughs> gotta give me loving, gotta give me stem. Uh, as always, Action Boys, uh, Patreon podcast, and 101 Places to Party Before You Die, now on something called Max. Enjoy. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> it's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> no. 
somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.